0: Hello, I'm Michael Sheen, and you are listening to a Touchline Rant podcast. Do you know what episode we are? One fifteen. One fifteen. One one five. Well done. Thanks. You got it. Uh, a Touchline Rant. This is a good week to talk football, <laughs> <laughs> I think is what I'm basically getting to. Not sure you happy. I so am happy. The are happy. I am happy. Well, that gets us on to one of the first... First of all, we're going to talk Liverpool this week, just for you stats fans. We're going to talk Liverpool. Then we're going to discuss uh, Manchester United. Yeah, of course we are. Then we're going to discuss Manchester City. Then we're going to have Kind Club. And then we're going to go home. But above all of this, there's a special announcement, which will come up after this. Shall I play the music? Yeah, play the music.
1: So we live in the UK. Do. That's the United Kingdom. We do. Uh, tomorrow there's an election. There is an election. Just tomorrow. wanted to say, vote. Just go vote. Just do a if vote. If you just could go, go do a vote. vote. Yeah, That's just... all you need to do. Just go, do, go vote. Say hello, I'd like to vote. That's, That's how it literally works, right? it.
0: Yeah, I mean, just if, you have the, if you've signed up and you're able to vote on Thursday, just go and vote, please. Just do it. Just do it. Just, you wait, just go vote. That's hmm. all you need to do. So vote. Tomorrow vote.
1: is the 12th. Yeah, why not? 12th. Yeah, sure. yeah. Why not? 12th. Thursday. Go vote. Just go vote. Friday, no good. You have to go vote tomorrow. I know it's obvious time
0: right now. It is. You have to go vote. Please vote. Okay. Please vote. Vote. That's a vote. Yeah. Right, as we alluded to in the intro, we've got some really, really exciting news. I'm excited. You're very I'm ex- excited. I'm very excited. Yeah. Right, two bits of news. Come here closer, guys. Listen. We are today announcing that we are going for that lucrative Christmas number one. It's that time of year. It is that time of year. Um, and we are going to take on the giants, the behemoths of Last the, of it the, was the status chart world. world. It, was, it was good, it wasn't so that good. we are now really, We're getting it out there. We're going to get Christmas number one this year. <laughs> so get behind the Touchline Rant. With the introduction of our new house band, Ivanhoe, who have joined with us at Touchline Rant, um, in a collab, and they have created. Um, well, what a is rock the, opera a rock around opera around football? Around football, um, and we're very excited to introduce it to the world. I haven't, mean, I haven't listened yet. You've had that in your inbox for like weeks.
2: Uh, that's what that was.
0: Oh,
2: Ivanhoe. Ivanhoe. It's that time of year when football comes together. No matter on the colours that you wear, there'll be no red cards this Christmas, just the song just to fill the stadiums with cheer. Jimmy Barney's annual party is kicking off again. Paul Mason is on the eggnog, and Chris Wilder's a fucking grinch. Neil Warner. So bumble, lock loving eyes at the mistletoe. Tyron Mings wants five gold rings, Maradona just wants snow. Harry Redknapp cheats at a game of charades, Nico Crenshaw takes the blame. Wayne Rooney and some grandma take a ride on Santa's sleigh. Ha <laughs> ha, you're right, Colleen. Come sing them for more chairs. Touchline rent. May your Christmas dreams come true, baby. Next you will find a Disney-style room. Ha ha ha! Merry fucking Christmas.
0: So. Uh... Ivanhoe there with our Christmas single. Uh, Ivanhoe. Uh, Liverpool. Housepan. Liverpool. Yes, Liverpool. Yes, yes, yes. Right, can I I will open with a question as I sometimes Always do. do. Yeah, sometimes. Almost I'm known for it. Um you want to see it yourself. Is the Premier League title race over? Have no. Liverpool won it? No, cuz it's before Christmas. Yeah, they're a long way off though. It's they're going to have to way. They have to if they win 13 games, you know, it's they yeah. done. It's super impressive. It is has grown into the strongest squad I've ever seen. It's ridiculous. It's What will be interesting for Liverpool, for me, the, the crux of the matter comes when they go to the Club World Cup because there then becomes a period when they go to the Club World Cup and the FA Cup comes back, the third round, and the League Cup later stages and league football. Like that's, They're going to have a lot of games in short span. I've got a question for you.
1: Yeah? How tired do you think players get around christmas and do you think there's a a drop off of effort
0: because it's christmas time with some clubs can i well put it like this the drop in effort in me (laughs) christmas time because at christmas time you just it's a it's a long exhale isn't it christmas so and you're still in work until a point yeah you're still in work until a point and then you build up to that day and then oh you're off work and you got christmas off and it's christmas and everyone loves christmas so it's that break. It feels like the year breathes out a sigh of relief at the end. And footballers are impacted, you know, by all of this as well. So when you throw in the fact that they are going to be run down,
2: they've got a lot of, of games. Thinking, yeah, oh, I
0: haven't done my shopping yet. Full of oh. turkey. Full, yeah, they're, they're thinking about presents. A little whimsy. Yeah. Uh, all of this plays a factor in why I think if Liverpool is still, are still top by mid to late February... I will get very I Anyone convinced. can have a bad run in this in, in, in
1: well, they all, all the Well, they've got a lot Christmas of games board. as well. But they have been, the they've been football. phenomenal.
0: And they've just got over the line in the Champions League as well. So obviously the later stages of the Champions League will be around the turn it's of the busy. year. It, the Liverpool are going to be very busy. So it's busy. let's see how they do in February. Being I my message. am going to turn your, little, your little head towards Graham Souness. Oh, I've never wanted my head tilted towards anyone less, I don't think, in my entire life. But yeah, in fairness, he he did. He pulled pulled through. He pulled through this week. He's won me back on on his side. you said he's pulled through as if he was dying. (laughs) (laughs) He he, he did pull through with a a, a very savvy,
1: important question. And it's, uh, it's a thorn in the side of the game, I would
0: say. Homophobia. Is what we is how I would be when down he was discussing to
1: Brighton. He's done the
0: Mardi Gras. Yeah, down he, there. Was, he had a lovely time. Look, Graham Souness came out and lovely said something time. very important. She said, "In his day, it was extremely homophobic." It's a great but Mardi he, Gras. That. He then he said, "Go to Brighton Mardi Gras." It opened my eyes, and I learned so much. It's amazing. That's amazing. It's a good. good Mardi Gras. That. Right. Graham Souness, in all seriousness, So he come out and said an older gentleman. An older man (laughs) gentleman. gentleman, (laughs) An older man. I don't know why I said gentleman, gentleman then. Okay, an older gentleman, yeah, who has been prone to saying illogical things and getting a bit cranky. Many a time. Has now come out and said, Oh, I went to Brighton Mardi Gras and I it really made me like taught me a lot. That's huge. The significance of that for a gay footballer the significance of a man like Graham Sooner saying that is huge. Because he would be someone that you would, and I think I'm right in saying, would you usually would expect him to be critical of it. I think He's critical of everything bloody else.
1: But notice how nothing else will be said about the key issue, case in point that he's raising. He's saying the fact that there are gay football players, there are gay players in the game, but they don't, don't feel comfortable enough. Yeah. And it, 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 it's, the, the game's not ready for that yet in a weird way. But it's it should not, be it no. should it should have progressed by now. The fact is, there's no players that are gonna come out because it will be a hostile atmosphere to like any of the players who do. Yeah. And I can't get my head around like why that is. Then I thought of the Gary Neville run at the beginning of
0: the week as well. Yeah. Which was huge. Which yeah, also yeah. links in, I would say. It's been don't a forget to week. vote. Yeah, it does. Yeah, don't forget to vote. Um, so what do you think about those two coinciding? They're two huge issues, right? Oh, they're huge. Massive I think, issues. Look, if we just take it back to... The, there's one point I'd like to make about what when people address footballers coming out, there's one point which kind of irritates and grates on me a little bit when they talk about um, there being somebody, a gay footballer, needs to be the example and needs to come out. And as soon as one of them comes out, then everyone can come out. But it's almost like they're pushing for somebody, and it's like they're obviously not comfortable enough to come out. They're trying to get. Like, yeah, it's almost like they're trying to martyr a player. But but that's mean?
1: exactly what the press does. Like that's their role. That's their job. Yeah, so
2: it's they're, just, go,
1: they're always gonna. They're always gonna propel. It It just gonna, irritates me a little bit. They need a show pony, is what you're
0: saying. I think some. Yeah, exactly. I, it's important that gay footballers are uh, no, look, and they're given is. a platform. Yeah. But it's almost as if they're trying to I don't will like that, somebody into coming out, and it's like, well, no, hang on a minute. What you need to focus on is creating the environment where they feel comfortable. It will take to come years. out. It will take to force years. someone to do it. They need to be comfortable, and it's going to take a long time, because it's it's like racism, and it's uh, racism is more ingrained in the society. When you look at the how long the world's been here, mm. it, racism has been a far bigger, you know, issue for longer. So. We'll talk racism about, was acceptable, we'll talk about that a bit later on. But do you see what I mean? It's that like there's certain subjects where it's such a big concept. It's going to take years and years and years and years and years, and years to fix. I'm surprised because it hasn't progressed it by now. It's broken for so long. It hasn't progressed. It, I think it's progressed quite a bit. Why indirectly. do you think that is? Why? Um, I think I'm seeing a far more... Sum it up accept- into a sentence. Okay, well, uh, there's a climate of... <laughs> there's no way that could be one sentence at the minute I see that there is a a growing young urgency on how we need to sort this everything out you know and it seems to be it seems to be something new growing so I think eventually what's going to happen is that all of these things like you know gay players in football big and sentence. racism and all these, it is a big sentence all these huge topics I, I'm seeing a lot of change towards it but then I'm saying that as a Middle-aged white man We did, yeah Sorry, straight middle-aged You know, that's the we problem did, with we it We did have the Rainbow Laces this week Yeah, the Stonewall Rainbow Laces thing was brilliant mm-hmm. um, As what, well, it wasn't brilliant But um, seeing the players, uh, sorry, the fans get kicked out of the Brighton game For for homophobic chanting And they were In arrested Brighton. It was at the bright. yeah So, I can't remember who it was that they were fans of Obviously the opposition of Brighton oh, But the Brighton. they, um they were arrested for homophobic chanting, and that's a huge step forward for the game because you get arrested for racism, but you wouldn't get arrested for homophobic. and they did. And All you right, know, sum this up. Send this up. Oh, soon we soon started as, this. Soon time. Soon this was originally <laughs> entitled Liverpool. to section that's Liverpool related. Um. Salah scored a great goal. Yeah,
1: yeah. Just wanted Just, to look, get
0: that out there. It's, it's solid. Don't get me wrong. The two
1: best yep. goals that I've seen this, like, in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. I can't decide which one's better. Hung Ming Sun, mm. the, the George Ware-esque run,
0: yeah. uh, or the Suarez back heel. The Suarez back heel, but also the Salah one last night deserves a mention. It, it's nowhere near those two. I'm sorry, I'm not having that. It's it. the angle. is so tight, I have no
1: idea how Good he scored angle. it. I don't know how he scored it. No, I'm not having that. You don't get into my top, top two with that kind of behaviour. Those two goals, which one? Which one's better? Sun. I say
0: Suarez. Oh, right, we'll what leave it on. What do you s- think? What do you think?
1: Hi, I'm here with Mitchell Gad, and you're listening to. A Touchline Rant. let's Tottenham Man United, let's go. Yay. That's the noise I'm going to make there. Yay. You're happy now, are you? Well, yes. Yeah, uh, can you eat your words on Rashford, finally? Right. Please. I'm glad you brought a
0: Rashford, because he's one of the toughest... that I was going
1: to. Nope, Rice, you're not going to take it back. Right. You're not going to take it back. Again? You're not I... going to take him back. I'm but, slagging him right off
2: <laughs> all season, all season, all
1: season,
0: all season. Slagging off, and then oh, and Lingard's another thing. Blah blah blah. There are two problems at Man United. One is that Rashford is a superb player. No, oh, no, change tune. When he's on the left wing, which is what I've said. He is not you a number have not nine. You have said that. I have. I've been consistently saying that Marcus Rashford... You said he's rubbish. No, I said he's not, not a good number nine. Screw
1: him, you said. He doesn't score the enough hell to a number with nine. with you, Marcus? Uh, I'm done with you. Lingard is a different you.
0: story because Lingard does nothing. Um... Marcus Rashford, now they're playing him out wide, as a wide forward. Marcus Rashford has been in superb form. He's been a, incredible. But it's the introduction of Martial. Martial makes Rashford a far better player. Do you think even if... Martial's massive.
1: Even if not, you don't get anywhere, or do anything, or get the top five, you'll have that derby win. You, well, no. Would you take that if you get yeah, fifth? definitely. If you get fifth?
0: I do you know what, I would take seventh if it meant that Oli Gunnar Solskjaer in January and next summer, was backed in the same way that he was backed in this transfer window. And if we keep bringing in young, dynamic players like Daniel James and like Aaron wan well, those two players have been phenomenal yeah, for United. Yeah. They've been superb for them. They've been absolute revelations. So they've brought excitement to United. Now, if Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, if that is his plan, he wants to bring young... Talent, young, you know, talent to United, and like we will give you a platform to play. Then leave Solskjaer in charge. So be it, you're then saying. no, leave Solskjaer in charge. I'm it's fully change, as a Man United fan. and just go. Yeah, with look, if Man United, speaking as a United fan, if I never see my side win another league title, I've still been spoiled as a Man United fan. So this is the first time I've been excited about. Big time. Well, I've been excited about United again because. If they back Sanchar, if, if they sack him, then it's been for nothing. And it's...
1: <coughs> it starts because, again. Yeah, it, it starts in.
0: again. The whole rotation, it starts again. If they sack him, it means nothing. If they keep him, he might be trying to create the identity of Manchester United again. And if he creates that, that identity... What's that, is that identity? That's the identity there. Right. That's identity. They will become so much better. It's having the Ferguson era back where he wasn't afraid to give young players a chance. Um, and then every now and again would sign someone great. But it was homegrown. And McTominay's been class as well. All these players. It's exciting to be a Man United fan. we Draw your
1: attention to the excitement levels right now. Mm. And compare it. I might do a before and after. like. Like a, like, a, like a pharmaceutical a oh, pharmaceutical. no, um, it's
0: exciting. It's an exciting time. Are you excited? What, what I would suggest though, um, to, on the other side of this coin, is that Ole Gunnar Solskjaer has got one tactic, yeah, as man United, as manager, not just as man, He's got one tactic. And that is to hit teams on the f- counter-attack quickly. So when a team sits back at them, like Palace did, or West Ham, and they sit back and they allow Man United to have the ball... It's almost like the players don't know what to do with it because Mm. what they've been trained to do and what they've been told to do is quickly counter-attack. If no one's attacking you, you can't counter-attack. De Gea pulled off some (coughs) beauties as well. He did, but I think that the team Man Man City are, sorry, the way this United team has been built, it was the perfect team for them because Man City want the ball all the time and Man United are like, that's fine, you have it as much as you want because all we're going to do is win the ball, our tactic is to win the ball and then, and then catch you quickly on the break.
1: Another revelation, yep. as well as soon as has yeah, been yeah. Gary Neville speaking truths. Yeah,
0: yeah, big up Gene. Dropping, as dropping they say. big truths. He has been dropping some truth bombs. Watch the shards. Bang, there it is. There.
1: So, after the further controversy of the Derby, of certain... certain Not the
0: big topics this racist. week, we're bringing back... Racist yeah.
1: movements, racist,
0: raci- racist acts. There were some racist, in, um, ridiculous um, Like racism we, we action, said yeah. at
1: the beginning, there's going to be a lot of racism. There's going to be... There's going to be a lot. It's ingrained in society,
0: sadly. It is
1: ingrained in society. But what's the reason, Gareth, Gareth Neville says? <laughs> what Gareth, is the reason? Gareth Neville. What, what did Mr Neville say? <laughs> He's a say fine gentleman. Actually come out and said, it is because of the culture we live in. It's yeah, because, because of the culture we live in. Because of the hate, the spewing of hate.
0: Yeah, there's a, look, there's, and look, Gary Neville was a red, money. And he knows what can happen. He doesn't, he, he's not very, he's anti-blue, isn't he, I would he's suggest? Very much so, yeah. Yeah, he's very anti-blue. So, he's I mean, red. I, yeah, and I agree with him. Yeah. I agree with him. If I was, if I was Gary Neville and I saw racism and I thought, where can I blame this? I would blame it towards blue, I would totally blame Blue. Yeah. Absolutely. You would. That's
1: just your natural reaction. Because yeah. like, Blue were responsible for spewing a lot of hatred
0: about like, other people. They are. So and I, just, I think I Gary just, Neville has always been a red and I admire reds. I, adm-
1: I admire that too. Yeah. Um, the other aspect is, do you think footballers, how do you think footballers vote generally? Because um. they're millionaires.
0: Millionaires. Yeah, uh, right. But, uh, oh, God. Lots I gonna, of them don't know what's going on. I was going to just out on. someone then, as is a, is a Conservative. I was going to out a footballer and suggest so. Oh, do you know what? I will. Mark Noble. Right, OK. I reckon he votes Tory. You think? Yeah, I reckon he votes Tory. And I reckon he votes Lee. Right.
1: <laughs> Impartially here. OK. Yeah. I, I'm just thinking... like how, how have we got into this? How, like, footballers would actually vote because they're in the... Like okay the, the top Gary top, Neville's I want to know how much they actually know yeah that's what I wanted to do you do you know who knows who knows it's make,
0: pe- make your, you know, people make your people make you know what you ne- it will Joey Barton. Joey Barton Joey Barton knows well Gary Gary Neville knows Gary Neville knows do you know who else show. knows hmm. Neville Southall Neville Southall definitely if you wanted to we're being impartial obviously so very you can impartial tell, very impartial if you wanted to know though yeah. you know wh- who is a good football uh, pundit or or Talent to follow if you want to know more about politics. Neville Southall definitely point you to that. Follow, yeah, follow, follow, follow Nev. love a bit of Nev. Yeah, obviously, we're being impartial. Impartial, of, um, but that's the, that's the United
1: thing. So, uh, Gary Neville, red, leave it on red. Should we mark, on, mark it as red?
0: Ma- red, red, market. Hi, this is the Blender Coach, and you're listening to a Touchline Rants latest podcast back of the net.
2: Oh, you've still recorded it, you. Right,
0: Manchester City is the next port of call. Uh huh. The, the next landing spot, the blue landing <sighs> spot we're going to land on now. Uh, and I'm in favour of that this week, are we? No, we're not, no. Um, this week, we're definitely not blue. Pimpartial. Um, does impartial? Does Pep's style. This is the question I'll ask you. Does Pep's style of play have a short shelf life due to the intensity in which it demands, you know, the intense nature on the players. It won't take them long to get back on it. It might be just a little oh, no. blip,
1: but everyone's, everyone's tied to
0: a blip. It could be. All I would say is a massive, I'm a massive, massive, massive fan of Guardiola. I think he's the best coach in the world. But Don't I do believe... Like Don't sound like it At Barcelona, they got to a point where his style of football was just exhausting. And they need, you know, they're fully talented players. they have the, even the best player in the world, Messi, he needed time away from Guardiola because it was exhausting playing for him. It was great, but it was exhausting.
1: Soon there'll be a case. Same of thing happened no to Bayern, he's been there three years. No
0: longer long term
1: managers. It's, it'll be a dying breed because the turnover, the intensity. Yeah. Say Pep's like, firing, yeah? He's, yeah. Been, he's been on it for, what, two and a half seasons? Three seasons maybe? Yeah, probably like, about. Well, he's, building been there,
0: it. He's, a, he's been there now, how many years? Four or five years there now. Must be, so you build building, build and build at that intensity.
1: It's yep. all on bringing those players in and, and keeping that mystery and keeping that
0: that, that um, technical ability going. I said a while back. I said that I thought, regardless of how like this for a season, now, then? well, I just I said a few months ago. I said what I think is this is Pep's last season at Man City. I continue to say it is. I still think he will not be Man City manager next season because I think. It, his cycle there has come to an end, and I think he'll have another like year out, a break from it, and then he'll come back to a new club. Do you think Mourinho's triggered
1: this sort of two, three season intensity of a manager thing? <laughs> yeah, but don't give the attention to <laughs> everyone. Sort of like put into that and got on the level with that with the amount.
0: Of... There are no long term managers except There's Eddie Howe. Not. And Sean, Dyche. and Sean Dyche, they're the only two long-term managers anymore.
1: The, apart from that, there's apart from that it's going to be a landscape which is just turnover because fans are never happy, no. never happy, never going to be happy. Arsenal situation,
0: Freddie comes in, never happy. Bear in mind, never it wasn't happy. actually that long ago at the start of last season, Liverpool were getting hammered in the press. Well, we remember, that. we yeah, we talked about it a lot. Liverpool were getting hammered in the press at the start of the season, but then it turned around and suddenly Liverpool were the the underdog. You know, coming up against Man City. And this year now they're miles and streaks ahead of everybody. And Man Moment. City are still having a good season. It's just that's not it's, that's not, not, it's not as impressive as never, right should we? No, I just think that, look, I have more faith at the minute in a Leicester City title bid than I do a Man City title bid. That I, I if I was someone said to me now who's gonna ch- who's gonna end closest to Liverpool at the end of the season my money would be on Leicester now not Man City do you, do you know the other aspect is it's clear from their approach
1: they want Europe yeah. they want that so that's their priority
0: yeah but I mean and they're a, comprehensively it's a mental in hurdle
1: to get over when you are in the league and your mind should all be on the Champions League yeah so I think that is playing a factor as well but. I think it's planned that Liverpool want to go for the league and Man City want to go
0: for the cup. Yeah, we knew If this. that is the case. Look, we made jokes about it on our social media after the Champions League final, where we were like, oh, they'd switch trophies now. They definitely would. If someone said to them, do you want to swap? They'd go, yes, yes, you give me the Champions League and Liverpool want the league more. And that's just what's happened. Liverpool have stumbled through the group stages and Man City have flown through theirs. Arguably an easier group Than Liverpool You know It's it's great Like Champions League Is the pinnacle Of European football it's great football football. It's great But Man City I just do think I think this is Pep's last season I think it's come to the end I'm not He's not a bad manager He just one. He's the best in the world And he will probably go Eventually He will end up As uh, PSG manager or Lyon manager or something like that. You know, I, one of those clubs where. I think
1: the going's too good at Man City just to have like one more season. I think he'll just build no, and, I see, just think and see. He's how, I think he's going to see how far he's going to push it. I, I think, think it he, doesn't help when he's battered around in the press unfairly, no, but look, still.
0: I think that, I just think that Guardiola isn't exhausted. I think he's knackered. I think he just, he puts so much of himself into these jobs. That eventually, it just it just he needs a break from it. He that just needs to, to switch his brain up. That's yeah, it. it's just you know the days where Arsene Wenger and and Sir Alex Ferguson would be in charge for decades. They're gone. You're right. They are gone. It Will is they ever come It is a different
1: level of his intensity in that like in
0: our times right now because there's a lot to take care of. And there's a lot. how those two managers, you know, when Ferguson and Wenger in particular, how they adjusted to the change in the football landscape was incredible. Think of all the additional
1: information managers have to deal with now. They have to contend with if they're like watching like all the stuff Ferguson got out before. Just as yeah. Twitter
0: took off, Ferguson was like, I'm gone, yeah. I'm not having this so Twitter malarkey.
1: Not only all the technical abilities and all the figures and all the patterns and everything, because yeah. it's shifting massively with tactics and everything with football, you've also got to do the the carer side you've got to manage those egos you've got to see what the hell's going on in social media now it is a force anything said and done on there is magnified tenfold so that has got to be a separate entity in itself so you've got all this as well as the press as well as family life and getting by which people forget they're human and they, they have to do that so i think the intensity of the game demands
0: more of managers nowadays it does i think you are right to be fair it's Look, it's, it's, it's no different. Whole thing up you did. You smashed it. And not just in football, in life as well, I think. Do you know what I mean? We're living in an age that no one has ever lived in before. And, and everyone's just going, ah, what's potential. going on? That's what's happening now. Do you know what I mean? We That's, that's all it is. Technology but has never increased. That's what ever. I think
1: about the, uh, the, the life cycle of a, a modern manager.
0: Yeah, I mean, I love how... We've started the section on Man City and we've ended on that. Not a single section this week has ended where it started. Finish it up there? Yeah, finish it up there. Yeah, get back on it, don't worry. Catalonia.
2: Hello, I'm Sydney and welcome to my Kind Corner.
0: What was that? That says opening the doors
1: of Kind Club once. It's new, you shouldn't make that noise. (coughs) No. That's, um, thank you. We're in Kind Club. Yeah. Welcome.
0: You've, glad you've joined us. Meet Chris Morning. Chris Morning's in the corner. <laughs> Meet the Media Team. Roma Media. Roma AS. There's some kids over there in the Me,
1: corner. In there? Uh, Jermaine Jenis. He's hanging out, having he's a Sprite.
0: Having a, he's having a vegan snack with Chris Morning. Uh, athletic are in. Okay? Yeah, all of them. With their shaved time. heads. They're yes. all in here. Yes, very much so. It's a, it's a lovely place. Sit down. Juan Mather, is he in yet? Probably one man is sneaking back. We haven't done that. Uh, Meza
1: Erzl. Meza Urzl, join the club. Not joined enough, the club. Not enough is said about Meza in the press. Yeah. Meza in the press is absolutely golden. He is, um he well well, what doesn't he do really? He does everything. What does he do? He does everything. Uh, look into the kinds yeah, are you looking everything. now, all the stuff he's doing.
0: I'm looking right now. Right These now. are all the things that he's doing right now. I've got a live so, ticker on him. Not enough said. And the way he carried
1: himself through a very tempestuous time. and then yeah, in it's great. At Arsenal. So I think he's carried himself as a model professional
0: uh, through and through, as he spoke out. And he does great things for those in need. Yeah, he's a great professional. He's, come out, he's done what he needed. He was a... Ne- he is one of the best players in the world in a certain position to this day. He's superb. It's just Arsenal weren't playing him in that position. So now, you know, he's, he's done remarkably well. And he's done wonderful things with his charity work. You know, he's, he's raising a lot of money for a lot of people. For a thousand kids to have operations. A thousand kids to have operations. You know, the money that's going to happen. He's, he's done really well. Nice introduction to Kind Club. I like it. A, I welcome he's, it. He's got a passion for, uh, for helping out. Can I throw three things into Kind Club? I think I know where you're going with this. Awobi. Yeah. Moisa Ken. Yeah. And Everton Football Club. Was it their idea the or is, was it from Well, the from thing the is, is, is technically at the minute, if I put Everton Football Club in, I put Moisa Ken and I put in uh, Alex Awobi anyway, because they're members of said football club. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to put them in to make sure. Because there was a lovely story this week about them donating to food banks you know, is their Christmas initiative. And I just think it's, it's brilliant. Might need more workers in food banks. Just yeah, yeah, we might do. This is the only time this particular week when the UK is voting as an impartial, I can't, I'm fully impartial. Mm. This is the one time this week where I would advocate being a blue when it comes to Everton, because I think Everton have done a really good job. Every possible way else, I cannot stress this enough, I would be red. And I'd hope most people would be as well. In an impartial way, um, but Everton have done great things. Uh, Wilby again another player. All well, the who press I think is team have done done well as well. Yeah, about? they've done good. They've done their job, haven't they? Got I want to know comms. whose idea. If it good was comms. a Wilby's
1: idea, if it was a Moise idea, and ever it, if it was their pl- their idea, I'd be like, yes, fair enough. But it's good. It's in the community. It's helpful. Again, shouldn't prioritize being blue. But it was Everton. Yeah.
0: More right. red. More red. Especially this week More red Go vote um, But
1: look Hey Anything else? I'll get them um, A soft drink Because they're in kind club
0: Anything Congratulations else? to those Three players? Well Yeah three players And a club yeah. Okay
1: Good job what, Bellamy's all, not in
0: you Now we've added a club All Everton aren't in there Yeah Everton There's a football club entity I don't I'm not having the individual players Duncan Ferguson can come in And he can bring the ball boy If he fancies it Maybe
2: Conflict. At the end of Crocodile Dundee 2 Crocodile Dundee swapped his clothes But before he did he listened to a Touchline Rant So it's his podcast
0: Right, outro time We are leaving for now Right, one thing I wanted to say as well Don't forget to go on to change.org And Sign our petition To get the absolute legend That is Kiefer Moore A statue To honour mm-hmm. uh, him Let's get one built Let's get it going. Let's get it done. Let's get it done. Let's produce a, a statue. Come on, Cardiff Council, get involved. So actually vote tomorrow. There's another vote you can do. Yeah. After you vote tomorrow, red, you then go and vote um, for us Yes. then and say, yes, I want this Kiefer Moore statue because I now live in a world where anything is possible. That's what we want you to do. So Kiefer Moore, thank you very much to you and to me to this week. There's no guests, <laughs> no witnesses. Thank you to us. And thank you to you that is uh, listening to this and or watching this on our YouTube channel, which you should definitely subscribe to. Should
1: we, should we say the game? The game is afoot?
0: Oh, yeah, there's a game afoot. Right, okay. Next week. Skin up, what do they need to do? We need a full start and 11 players, as you eat honeycomb.
1: <laughs> Yeah, of, we need we need your alternative eleven. Basically, any player mm. from what like ninety so four, Premier, Premier League start of the Premier, Premier 93. League 93, 94 season start of the Premier League. We want players who have not played in the top six clubs.
0: That's what we want. Any yeah. formation, and it doesn't matter when they played for them. So yeah. if they so if they play for Spurs in ninety four, they don't you can't have them. So is any the best Premier League players that. Never played at one of the top six clubs. So mm-hmm. that would be Liverpool, Manchester City, um, Man United, Arsenal, Chelsea and Spurs. Yeah. They're the recognised top six. Mm-hmm. If they play for any of those clubs at any point during their career, you cannot have them in your best 11.
1: Do a bit of research. Bit of research. Up. Put it, it on Twitter.
0: Know.
1: Maybe tag the player in it. Yeah, remember.
0: look, tag us in it at a touchline rant on Twitter and give us your teams. Yeah. Uh um, I've done mine. I've done mine. All to be revealed. And done yours? Yeah, fine. We're good good to go. But should we go now this week and go have his lop? Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah.
0: The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts, y'all. Best of all, it's one hundred percent free. Sign up now at Anchor.fm/new. That's
2: Anchor.fm/new to get started.